And Georgia Snow. I want to see. I want to see too. The Triforce Podcast. I'd like to buy the house. Sorry, we can't afford it. You need to shut up. Not Jamie Foxx. Joseph, oh. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> You're just like, what? Playing Dark Souls. What? Playing Dark Souls over here. Yeah. Murder. Yeah. Killing zombies. I would be the fedorable fox. I like it. What is Triforce? Going live. And this is... Perjangers and Wall Hangers Media Network presentation of the Triforce Podcast. This is podcast number 142 in the PJ and WH catalog. And uh, like I always say, I am Matthew Bukerow, the Madman. To my left is Stephen Bukerow, big brother, and patrolling our area is the watchful eye of our hero of time, Link Diablo. And in the Wall Janger box, we have Katarina Themyscira, Cat Go Google. And Catco Google would always want you to hop on over here to pjnwh.com where you can find everything that we have going on. Right here in the All Videos box, you'll find the highlights of every single video we do. And down here, you'll see the Lugnuts podcast we did yesterday. Legendary 240Z Designer Sexton. And you will also see the... Uh, Let's play with your Perjangers video that we did. It was part eight, finishing up Graymore. Still undecided as to whether we're going to keep going on with Elder Scrolls or we're going to get you a new game for Let's Play with your Perjangers or not. But you'll also find last week's Triforce podcast, The Rule of Bob. And that was a perfect name for that. If you want to contact us, tell us what's luggy and nutty, or even maybe want to be part of the Triforce podcast in the Wall Janger box, let us know. You can contact us, name, message, email. Find us on all social media handles, Facebook, YouTube, Twitter, and Instagram. And tonight, random superpower drugs, Obi-Wan's PTSD, Ubisoft's rebooting pirates, Dark Souls Dancing, and more on tonight's Triforce podcast. So, uh, obviously, we were going to start off here with the first bit of news, which I think everybody's going to like, which is one, Keanu Reeves is writing a comic book for Boom Studios with co-writer Matt Kindit. Uh, the limited 12-issue comic book series is titled Berserker. You want to say the name of it? Well, it's B-R-Z-R-K-R. Berserker? Berserker! There's no vowels. Berserker! There are no vowels, no E's. I guess they cost extra. Yes. Like in Wheel of Fortune. <laughs> I'd like to buy a vowel. Sorry, we can't afford it. You need to shut up. Um, <laughs> but it's a limited 12-issue comic book series titled... Berserker! Premieres in October... <laughs> And it'll feature a main character that looks surprisingly just like Keanu Reeves. No. I like the way Reedy's drawn it. I like his lines. I I, I forgot. No kink shaming. So we're going to let that go. But Berserker is a hyper-violent action series which follows an immortal warrior called the Berserker. Wow, that's, they, cool. that's where they spent the money for the E's, is in the title of the main character. Um, Berserker was probably taken. It was probably, probably <laughs> yes. copywritten. Someone, it's someone owns that. That's so a, a very popular so anime, is Berserker, and it's very much loved, so they couldn't take that. Yeah. But um, 
It does uh, the berserker who does the jobs for the U.S. government in exchange for the truth about his existence. Keanu Reeves said that he originally pitched an eighty-thousand-year-old half-man, and his father was a war god. So here we actually see a couple of the pictures uh, for like splash pages for it, to where you can kind of see. The guy see. on the left there, a motivational speaker. He's the U.S. That, government. The one on the right is his assistant. Is no, that that's probably the love interest for oh. the moment. And then you have his black ops. Because they always team. got that that little. Uh, yeah, yeah. I'm here to tell you. Well, then you ha- you see here. You, you know, he's it. in the helicopter, and then. I'm leaving. He's an immortal. He just <laughs> hops out the plane because, you know, fuck your parachute. I'll save you money. He's cost He's cost efficient. That's a cost efficient You're superhero gonna, right He's going to splat out his arms and legs there. All the internal. Look, man, who's lived for 80,000 uh, 80, years? Mm-hmm. You or him? Mm-hmm. I think he knows what he's doing. Okay. But another. He's made of ink. Yeah, I tell you, another person who knows what he's doing. That's this man right here, Robert Kirkman. Robert Kirkman says that the pandemic has only made the Rick Grimes movie stronger. Okay. Saying that it's given them time to cook, time to ruminate, let it sit a bit. And stew for several hours. Yes. And some onions and salt, pepper, never forget that. Yeah, and really make sure that it is perfect. And uh, he's saying that when things quiet down, you guys are going to hear a ton more about this movie. And he was even saying movies in general. Once this comes out, you're going... Once this quiets down, we're going to see a lot more high-quality movies is kind of what he was kind of alluding to because if you're like Robert Kirkman, they're taking this time to just sink all their thought process in on creating. What else are they able to do? Everything's closed. Well, that's a good. That's a good point. I had three months to sit at my computer, and you know what? I made the script better. Good. So sometimes that could be a bad thing, though. (coughs) True. I was about to say, Cat. Now, do you think that is a hundred percent, like all the way across the board here? I kind of feel like some people will take the time to really turn around. I really hope Matt Reeves is taking this time to really think about what he's doing with the Batman, and I, I really hope that a lot of people are taking advantage of this creative-wise to really give things time to set up. Right. So, the Walking Dead season finale for uh, number 10, I believe, never aired due to the COVID virus. So, fans have been left hanging for all these months, and they're excited for the new spin-off as well, The Walking Dead World Beyond, which we actually have a trailer. But it's IGN, so there's a little tr- uh little ad in there, but The World Beyond was supposed to air back April 12th. And a lot of people are really excited about this, which it kind of seems like you get the younger teens and they're against the uh, press of government. And we see it kind of here. And, you know, they're the reluctant kind of, uh, they're the kids who are the underdogs who are fighting through the zombie apocalypse. But the cool part that I found about this trailer is right here to where you see the, this government agency come in and they're just like, yep. Blah! Done. Zombies taken care of. 
So they said spring 2020. We'll have to see when that one actually drops. I did watch Fear the Walking Dead. Mm-hmm. And I, I heard it was good. I watched the Better first like the season, season and a half. And I was like, oh, this is great. But I just kind of dropped off of it. But I was really happy with that you one. So, so many things. He could probably get a lot more off of the spinoffs. Now, with a Walking Dead movie on the Rick Grimes. Like, Rick Grimes left. Apparently, Michonne found out that, spoiler alert, that he was still alive. So, there's this kind of setup for the movie to where it's still that universe's Rick Grimes. And how he's going to make this a movie is really kind of, you know... A mystery to me, but we'll have to see how that one works out. Um, so check it out. We'll see if we hear anything else from the spinoff series. Uh, one thing that I tell you we'll be taking off, though, is this next series coming from starring Jamie Foxx and Joseph Gordon-Levitt. Uh, you know him from Third Rock from the Sun. He was the youngest slash oldest person in the room, but... Jamie Foxx has a, a pretty... I don't remember Jamie Foxx from Third Rock. Not Jamie Foxx. Joseph, oh. Joseph Gordon-Levitt. <laughs> oh, I was going to say, I I think I would have remembered that. I saw that show. Good Lord. Not not the other way around. But oh, okay. we see here that pretty much um, they dropped this trailer and it's a sci-fi action film that will feature a drug that grants its user a random superpower for five minutes. Five minutes. That's all you get? Five minutes? That's all you need, man, in a clutch situation. But you don't know what superpower you're going to get. You could be Mr. Freeze, or you could be Supernova, and really, or, you know, like the radioactive man, and fucking really, it could be detrimental, man. So I kind of, I like how chaotic this setting is, and Jamie Foxx obviously has Mr. Serious face on. So he's determined to find probably his family or, you know, maybe a dog. I don't know. Um, who could know? But you, we will find out August 14th, which is when this is dropping. But superpowered drugs. Katarina, if, would you take the drug if they said you'll get a random superpower for five minutes? I think I would try it once just to see what the superpower would be. My curiosity would beat all things. But it's different each time you take it. Oh, I just thought that... No, it's different each time, man. So that's why I'm like, ooh. ooh, ooh. And you know what? Then no. No, I wouldn't. Because that's pretty... That would just lead to addiction. That's pretty sketchy, yeah. man. Yeah. Then that would literally lead to like chasing the dragon. You're just trying to chase right. that one superpower that you originally liked. That's probably the drug company's main selling point. You know, we could specify this. No, 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 no. Keep it random. Keep it random. It'll keep them coming back. You're going to learn from me, Johnson. You'll learn. So, I really like the premise of this, and I, I can't good. wait to see where it goes, especially with anything Jamie Foxx. And you yeah. have explosions, you have superhero badasses that are probably good. I'd say this is probably going to end up more like uh, the boys kind of a superhero yeah. genre, mm-hmm. which I love the realistic take on superpowers, especially like uh, Limitless was almost like that because it was awaking a half of your brain which would make you a damn near superhero or superpowered pe- person okay so we'll have to see how this one turns out looks like a lot of action and a lot of fun man Jamie Foxx is not steering you wrong he That's was great. great he was Ray Charles 
It's like Birdie Bot's every flavor beans. <laughs> yeah, he's he's yeah. Ev- everything he is. Everything he's in is fantastic. And now he's bulking up for Mike Tyson. Like my God, you got Chris Helmsworth going for Hulk and Mike Tyson, Jamie Fox. That this those are going to be two amazing movies. Mike Tyson and the way he transformed himself just with voice and movements into Ray Charles. Oh uh, yeah. I'm looking forward to see what he does. He actually wanted them to let him voice the Ray Charles because he he was because he could right there. Cuz he's yeah, a really good singer. Great singer too. And they were like, "No, we got to we got to use, you know, it was, I think it was the estate for Ray Charles were like, "No, you got to use Ray. You got to use Ray." But you know, that was still a great movie nonetheless, like this next story could be, which I think Paramount Pictures has a, a little bit of a plan, a plan for action, that is. An adventure? Ooh. Well, Netflix, they're teasing a little Beast Wars reboot for the Transformers show universe. Paramount Pictures is planning to wipe out the Michael Bay Transformers universe with not only a a a Bumblebee sequel, but they're also rebooting the series uh, in live action with Toy Story 4 director Josh Cooley. Cooley, oh. Okay. Um, but he is tackling that. Zodiac writer James Vanderbilt has been hired to develop a live-action Beast Wars adaptation. So you have those two things right there. But what is really kind of interesting on this front is how they are trolling. Looks like a very traditional Bumblebee. Yeah. But in this, how they're trolling, did you crack the code? Did you crack the code? So they have this up here, but essentially, so Netflix's thir- third part of their trilogy animated Transformers series is going to be called Kingdom, and it's going to feature the Maximals versus the Predacons. So oh, the first siege great. is the first oh. one is Siege, the second one is Earthrise, and the third one is Kingdom. Oh my God! I can't wait for this trilogy That's to happen exciting. now. These these are gonna be these oh. these look like they could be really good. Oh my god! They're they're Chapter tying three. everything all together. They look like they're doing it right. Thanks Netflix. It's like one person said, "Oh, you think you know what the fans want? Nah, I know what they want. Do this. Wow, we can't do and that live what action. Happens when you do take your time and you plan things out." Not just immediately, but you know, good ten years down the line. Oh, give me Rat Trap, give me Optimal Prime, give me Cheetor. Oh, all really great. Oh, oh great Dinobot. God damn, they were good. I loved that show. It was so good, beginning to end. It had Easter eggs from Gen One in it. It it will tie in with this so perfect, and it's just it's not reinventing anything. It's not trying to be that different, but it is trying to be new. And even if it's just a rebooted and then they do something different in live action, I think this has a lot of legs for the Transformers universe. I think Paramount is really kind of listening to the fans a little bit. That's a good way to go. Especially if you want to keep the fans happy. Yeah. And I'll tell you one other movie that was listening to the fans. This one right here, Black Adam, cast Noah Centrino as Adam Smasher in the Shazam spinoff. So that's Noah Centrino right there. He's going to be your Adam Smasher. So uh, not much 
other kind of details are known about the Atom Smasher role, the film will be directed by Juan Colette Sierra, who uh, actually directed Dwayne Johnson in The Jungle Cruise, which will be out next year. And the recent report says that Black Adam will bring the Justice Society of America to the silver screen. And Adam Smasher could be that in, because in the comics, Adam Smasher and Black Adam were actually pretty friendly. And uh, if you're wondering a little bit about Adam Smasher, Adam Smasher can change his atomic makeup to change his size and strength. So he's a little bit like Atom later on. And uh, filming will begin uh, is said to begin in you August mean, or September. Man, <laughs> yeah, kind of like that. Up and Adam, <laughs> almost like Radioactive Man, a little bit more kind of different. And he's going to fight the Rock. Yeah, well, he's no, lose. he's you, you don't know what they're going to do with okay. it now. Black Adam, they're actually setting him up as more the anti-hero, which that's not far off as, of his character. And okay. you know, he just hate really hates Shazam. Um, but you know, well, everyone uh, has their thing. Yeah, and you know, you'll probably have that fall from grace in like Shazam three. And you know, this is really setting up a nice kind of dialogue, which you know I kind of appreciate. So, with especially with production starting up in that one, hopefully it's August September, we'll get another great DC movie out of Dwayne the Rock Johnson and the Atom Smasher. Yes, that'd be great. I tell you one thing: you're not getting very soon, and that is Falcon Winter Soldier. While Disney delays Falcon Winter Soldier, it does say that WandaVision is still on track for a release this year. Okay. So. She has horns in the background. That's her hat. Yeah. No. Oh, yeah, that's her hat. Her She has like a comic. In the comics, she has like a kind of like a red hat crown thing. Okay. Um, and I'm he, like, she ain't got no hat on. He has the vision kind of. And he falls right there, and you can see this kind of see the, the crystal. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So that's what they're going with. Kind of like the Anakin in episode one, how yeah. they had the thing with the Darth Vader shadow. So this is still on track. Deadline confirmed that WandaVision is going to be filming when uh, it was done filming when COVID hit, and it's it still has some kind of reshoots, but it intends to be releasing this year with a lot of the characters that uh, you already know and love that are going to be coming back here, like um, the uh, Darcy Lewis character who was last in Thor: Dark World, uh, Randall Park who is the FBI agent. Uh, Jim Wu in Ant-Man Wasp he's going to be in it and then you have some newbies like Catherine Hanna and Tiana Paris <coughs> so it's going to be uh, you know a, a grown up Monica Rambo child from Captain Marvel so we're going to be keep going forward in that universe in the Disney Plus version but we're still getting this one to where they said that this one was like the next, next stop Doctor Strange Multiverse of Madness Good. That's the one I'm really looking forward to. So that's why. All right, I'd want to see Falcon Winter Soldier, but I'd like to see all of them. But I'm looking forward most. The thing that happened with Falcon Winter Soldier, which the two reasons why it wasn't wrapped, is not only COVID, but the filming was stopped due to earthquake. 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 Where was the earthquake? I'm not sure. The article didn't say, but they were stopped due to an earthquake and then pandemic. So there's no release date announced yet. But 
you know, it could have been anywhere in the world recent. Really, I'm really. wondering it's if WandaVision is going to be like the Disney version of Legion. It's going to be a sitcom mixed with Marvel's already known structure, is what they said. I've really reserved judgment until I see it, because it's Wanda searching for Vision, and then you have that sitcom Perfect, which is right along the lines with the comics, too, because they had that kind of thing in the comics. Is They had that suburban sitcom-y comic with them, too. That's what happens when you can shape reality with your mind. If we all only had such luck, how are they going to release it? My God, we would not last 32 seconds if any one of us could shape reality. <laughs> I would. I gotta tell you, reality would probably they would probably shit out if I got control. So that's why I don't have that power. <laughs> That's my thought, at least. One thought that I did have is that this is a good move for... Possibly a good move. I don't know. Marvel's Hawkeye Disney Plus series landed three directors. That's a hat trick right there. Three directors. So, Are they going to direct the same episode? No. Together? So, Bert and Bernie... <laughs> yeah, Bert They're and, all going to direct together. It'll no. be a... The, it's a, it's like Mandalorian, like a block system. Oh. Okay. So, Bert and Bernie, a- Amber... Uh, Finlayson and Katie Elwood, known for helming the Amazon coming-of-age comedy Troop Zero, will direct a block of episodes. And the third is Reyes Thompson, a Saturday Night Live helm. And he has also directed a movie, Staten Island uh, Summer, as well as Amazon comedy uh, Comrade Detective. And John Mulaney and the Snack Lunch Bunch. So this only says good John things Mulaney? for Hawkeye. Yeah, that, that that same sort of name as a, a stand-up comedian. It almost sounds like a guy I know, but Mulaney, John Mulaney, and the Snack Lunch Mulaney. Bunch. That's what you put on your resume to get the Hawkeye directing position. That's right. That's my greatest film. You don't understand. This guy don't know. I mean, that's the thing. I don't know. It's so maybe that was a good film. movie. I don't know if this is a good move or not. I have never heard of it. They got butts in the seats, man. I just take it as a win. Another thing I take as a win is this next story, which is dipping into a little bit of the force. Obi-Wan Kenobi TV show we are all long awaiting for, but it is also saying that we may be be included in their Clone Wars flashbacks. Well, that could be good. So, uh, the rumor comes from Kessel Run Transmissions, which suggests that we might see live-action reenactments of some of the events that maybe we saw in Clone Wars. It's highly unlikely that they would keep that animated. But they could do, like, Force Ghost. That was going to be my question. But could yeah. he do the Whenever Kessel Run? Whenever they go into a men- uh, memory, it's animated. But could he do the Kessel Run in less than 20 parsecs? No, that would be Han Solo. He did oh. it in around about 12 parsecs. He's riding The big second rumor that gets me excited and her horrified by this is that Hayden Christensen is uh, to be returning as a Anakin Skywalker role. More whiny brat face. And maybe you know what? Let's give him the benefit of the doubt. Maybe PTSD. he's gotten, maybe he's become a great actor 
and he'll wow us all. Please wow us all. Maybe and he's seen Clone Wars. Was blamed on direction choices, yeah, and owner choices for him to to act that way, where they were like act more whiny. Yeah, it gives you off time. direction. Mm-hmm. You know, you don't know what he'll do. He might surprise yeah. you. Well, especially, I'd like him to do a great job. especially with the tra- the trauma of the Clone War, really getting that in live action of Obi Wan dealing with all of the Jedi that he knows are probably wiped out, and he is alone guarding this little kid, and now he's having these PTSD moments of remembering the war and the Clone Wars and Anakin and him turning to Vader. That could be a really good. A device for the story to really show how he turns into Ben Kenobi. Absolutely, I'm I'm really looking forward to that. Absolutely, I, I that's one series that needs to start filming right away. Right away, now. But think of maybe a plot device where they have to wear masks. Another thing that they also <laughs> mentioned is that maybe they add in Ahso- Ahsoka Tano into this series. Oh, yeah. that'd be so the great! The Ahsoka that they've hired for the Mandalorian. Rosario Dawson, rumoredly. Maybe we don't know. They're like a sh- they're like that Tom Segura bit. Like, oh, maybe. Mm-hmm. Okay. So it's really up in the air, but I really feel like that is the perfect. Way to introduce Ahsoka Tano. She's always been there. She's just been in the background. You got Obi Wan. You got Mando, and then drop a series with her. That'd be great. She's a great character. Absolutely. Same for years. Rosario should have her own show. One thing that may not be great is this next movie, and that is a Just Cause movie. Square Enix has a very popular franchise called Just Cause, and that is now going to be made into a movie film. Director Michael Dowles, known for directing Coffee and Kareem and Stubber, uh, will be joining Derek Kolstad, known for writing the John Wick movie series. So you got a guy involved in John Wick writing this, so that kind of maybe gives you a little solid footing. What may make you feel better is Deadline reports that the film will follow the foundation laid out by the games. No casting decisions have been made yet, and it's you know being produced by Constantine Films and Universe Films, and Square Enix will be executive producing. So you know, Constantine Films currently working on the Monster Hunter movie. With uh, Mila Jovovich from Resident Evil, which they also had a dealing in with that movie series as well. So, like their history or not, um, with Square Enix executive producing, no, seeing Sonic, I kind of feel like the groundwork is there, but it's still not a guaranteed for any kind of video game movie off the jump. It's a good premise. It's just chaos and lots of explosions. It's an action movie franchise, mm-hmm. is what it is. But if it's done right, if not, the fans are going to eat it alive like a bunch That's of piranhas. That's kind of always with everything. That it is. I think. A little bit. A little bit. So, uh, one. They're their own worst enemies. Yeah. One thing that uh, I will also go to here, Elder Scrolls Online. We just did the Greymore episode 8, finishing up our time there. But wait, there may be more soon. 
Stone Thorn expansion is going to be coming August 24th to Stadia as well as PC. It's going to be a crossover thing. Which province is this going to be? They don't say. They do say the DLC will add on to the Dark Heart of Skyrim storylines and bring two more dungeons. Uh, they said they're also adding new content and collectibles in the option of, wait for it, character pathing, which players can build paths for their residents, including pets, mounts, and assistants to follow. By utilizing nodes, players will be able to specify locations for each path, picking walking speed, delays, deciding if you want them to loop around or not. And so pretty much I say... I can't, I can't see that being... They gave useful. you the option to do their job for them. Look, look. I Yet don't want to do your job for you. Design the game. I don't want to have to draw paths. No. Is it me? No. I don't know. You know who, who people really Thank love? Thank for the people who always say that they could do a better job. They can't. You know well, why? Because if they could, they'd make their own game and I'd be talking but about it. But here's the thing. You have games like Dream and Little Big Planet, which allow you to pretty much make your own game. Whatever you want. No copyrights. But whatever you want. It could look almost just like it. In Dreams, they made an Avatar, the last airbender kind of game. And this is all just one person mucking about. There's a bunch of games that allow you to program and do stuff. And if I wanted to do that, I'd go over there. But it's really just, you know, if you're adding this in as pay me $60, this is your new content, you didn't finish your homework. That's how I see that. Now, I don't know. I mean, we'll have to see. Am I going to have to pay for this? It's DLC downloadable content. So oh, so then you're gonna want another sixty bucks. No, that's, that's what I'm saying. You know, I mean, we'll do tummy rubs over here. Although, if you do their subscription service, then you get that automatically, and you don't need to pay that because you're already giving us an arm and a leg every month. And that's what I have to say about that. Another thing I have to say about is a little turn, a little surprise here, because we saw back in E3 2018 a certain pirate game that shivered a lot of people's timbers. So this isn't about the, the organization the Bushes are in, Skull and Bones, not that one? No, not the Bush Skull and Bones. This is a different Skull and Bones. It's not a historical Ubisoft reference. is rebooting a pirate IP, Skull and Bones, which will follow a, quote... Live game model with ongoing storytelling inspired by, wait for it, Fortnite. Live game model? Yeah. I don't like the sound of that. No. It's a lot like this is your new... Makes me uh, feel all dirty. This is like, this is your stepdad. His name is Emperor Palpatine. That's how dirty that is. Like, I don't think we should be doing that. No. No, that sounds bad. But, you know, I mean, Skull and Bones, it really wowed when it hit E3 because it was pretty much just a ripoff of Black Flag. You're just yeah. taking the ship combat from Black Flag, and I think we were already starting to see, like, Sea of Thieves, like, we got a pirate game, and they're like, no, 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 bitch, we got our own pirate game. And then it sat on the shelf, really, and we haven't heard anything about it. Now they're going to be rebooting it, going with a live thing. Now Skull and Bones will feature a persistent game world with quests, characters, and storylines that will... Uh, 
statically evolve and change over time based on the collective actions of the community. Uh, here's the thing about the internet. People are assholes. Yeah. They really are everywhere. Unless you're going to like have some strict rules and you're going to like point people towards cooperation... They're going to be jackasses. Go play Rust. That's what you get. Yeah, even like still today. Assholes after assholes. Yeah, even still today. You'll still have Rust. And, I mean, yeah, it sounds good on paper, but so did communism. I just, I can't get behind that. But I love pirates. Love the shit. Well, not love pirates. It's a nice idea. It is a nice idea for a game. Nice fantasy idea. Yeah. Especially being able to, you know, really customize Assassin's Creed and really, you know, different kind of ships, Assassin's Creed. You have different kind of cannons, Assassin's Creed, and, you know, different kinds of stuff to customize. Can you get off the boat and go into cities and assassinate people? No. Oh. Well, then I'm not in. What do you think this is? Assassin's Creed? Go play that! That's a good idea. You know what? I'm gonna go play. That. I think I gotta go play Assassin's Creed. Yeah, I think yeah. I would go play the one with the, with, the, with the pirates. <laughs> yeah, because uh, I, I, I like the pirates. So pretty much, I think we just solved that. Okay, we're gonna go play Assassin's Creed. Yeah, we just solved that one right there. <sighs> Tell you what, one thing that came out of uh, Nintendo's little mini uh, announcement here was this one: Rogue Company. It's surprised everybody with a beta and. Early access surprise launch. Cross-play and cross-progression. Yeah, man. The tactical hero shooter, Rogue Company, hits early access and closed beta with cross-play and cross-progression. So you can play on PC, PS4, Nintendo Switch, Xbox One. Play on that. Switch on to the other. You'll still have your character. You'll still have the same progression. And the best thing about this is that it when it's done is going to be a free to play game, free, free microtransactions. I imagine probably high tech no. studios surprised ev- or high res studios surprised everybody with the launch of this today. Coming free when it's done. Third person shooter developer uh, developed by First Watch Games, which was a new developer for high res studios. Uh, it's thirty bucks right now for the st- uh, standard founders pack, which you will be able to get. Eight playable uh, characters unavailable to the free-to-play play, uh, players later on. Special, special cosmetics. Right now they have two game modes. One is Extraction, four-on-four, four, one uh, where one team hacks, the other one defends. The other one is a 2v2 wingman where, uh, you know, more is possible to be added on there. So we're going to have to watch out for this one. they got a bunch of nuts, uh, nut stuff, new stuff. Rather. A bunch of nutty stuff <laughs> on your way for tons of fun. Yeah, for the com- Rogue Company. Uh, reminds me too much of Rogue One. But um, I tell you, one person who's trying to stop the bombing, and that's Metacritic. Uh, in an Metacritic. attempt to stop review bombing, Metacritic won't let you review games the day they're released anymore. They want people to actually that. play the game before reviewing it. And you'll have to wait 38 hours from the time the game was released to prevent stuff like Last of Us 2. Because Last of Us Part 2 got shit on for the story before people even finished it. And they just said, IGN was bought off, this game's shit! And it tanked. 
and a lot of games tank because of that, and it really turns people off. So I gotta take my hat off momentarily to Metacritic for this one because even Me like too. you I know now you'll get the chance to play Paper Mario: The Origami King for thirty six hours before you say it's shit. <laughs> I heard so Paper starting Mario was good. You know, starting July 18th. I heard Paper Mario was good. It is. In your ear. <laughs> and that's why Metacritic is here. So you can look at that. It even pops right up on Steam. I didn't even know time. it existed. To be so it's, it's honestly, it's one of those things where you see a nice review site saying, you know what, we're going to change this so people don't, you know, abuse the, the power of review. So it's nice you have a little check and balance in there. Another thing you want to check check out is this story right here. A streamer beats Dark Souls 3 with a level 1 character. Okay, that's pretty impressive, Batman. Uh But they did it using a dance pad. Very, very impressed with this woman. Um... My favorite part of the video is how surprised and delighted she is with herself. What did she be the final boss? Yeah, but I mean, it's a Dance Dance Revolution pad, and honestly, I'm really impressed, man. Um, You know, uh, Lowdy? Is that how you say her name? Lowdy? Or something like that. Lowdy? Yeah. She did the near impossible with this one. Ooh, duck. And you know what, man? Fans have been doing stuff crazy with dance pads uh, for a long time just because of the difficulty of it. One recent person took on a difficult level on Destiny using only a dance pad. So no word on how long it took or, or how long she played with this dance pad. But just even with this final boss battle alone, that is she did extremely it. impressive. You know? She's so cute. Yeah! <laughs> you know? <laughs> I I mean that's why I like to end this podcast off with an uplifting story like that like she's so innovative enough to say you know what's not hard enough Dark Souls no right? Dark Souls 3 there's a bunch of final bosses in that one and you know what no level 1 character you know what I'm not done I don't have balls to step on so I need to be even more punishing I'm gonna do it with a dance pad I'm like okay sure we got it. You got I don't it. think anybody asked her to do it. But you she go, did girl. It. You go, girl. You know that's power right there, man. I can't do that. No, no. You I can't. wouldn't even begin to have the patience for that. That's Dark Souls enough. That's his game, not me. I'm. Late. I wouldn't do it with a dance pad. <laughs> I come home and you're just like, what? Play Dark Souls? What? Play Dark Souls over here? Yeah, murder. Yeah, killing zombies. Yeah. Oh, no, not quite. That would be a workout, though. That would be a great way. You know what? We have a Dance Dance Revolution video game workout class. Every, you just have a whole bunch of Dance Dance Revolution pads and you a whole bunch of different Mario. games. You know, it could be Mario. It could be like whatever kind of game. You have emulators and whatever somebody wants to play. And it's just like hot yoga to where you have it hot in there and they're moving around and shit. And then it's a weight loss craze. People are going right? to slip on the dance pads because they're like these plastic things and they're sweating Look, man, and getting all over it. Those are minus, those are little minor things that are holding back <laughs> this dietary revolution. Well, you, know, you know who uses Dance Dance Revolution as his exercise? Gary Busey. All right, maybe we should think of a different business model. What? I love Gary Busey. He's awesome. 
<laughs> like a, he's also not the person. I'm just surprised that he stands for evolution yeah. as a workout. I don't know where I picked up that fact. It's in here. There's a lot of them in here. You know what? I kind of believe it. Just, yeah. It's not really surprising to me. Because I, Gary Busey yeah. is awesome. Yeah. That's why. Yeah. Yeah. No. I mean, on that bombshell, I really got nothing else for that one. But I did start to think in this crazy life of ours, for a good end segment, kids, what if? What if you could have your life portrayed as a video game? What kind of video game and why? My life is The Sims. The Sims. I just okay. get up, I go to work, I come <laughs> back, just wait for this little, what is it, diamond triangle thing to let me retire. Man, I gotta tell you, that also means that <laughs> some, you could walk into that bathroom and somebody will just erase the door just to watch you die and laugh. <laughs> yeah, that is possible. That sounds you Or know put you in there and that erase the toilet. Like, that sounds a lot like my younger life. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, like I don't know, there's... There's too much muddling. I'm the 80s for a lot of people. Yeah. yeah. I'm kind of... I'm, I'm going Mass Effect, man. Mass Effect. Yeah. Matt Man's yeah. life in the Mass Effect universe, and it would just be a, pot, a road to podcasting in a universe that's being ripped apart by Reapers, and everybody's like, what are you doing? We're running away! Like, you want to be on my podcast? <laughs> And I'd have, like, different kind of hypnotizing abilities to where I could get people to podcast. You know, it'd be like Dance Dance Revolution, where you'd be like, yeah, we're having a great conversation. I'm going to beat this in two minutes. Like, you know, maybe have, like, a speed run with it, too. You know? Like the Life of Roy from uh, Rick and Morty. <laughs> okay. I Actually, Life of Roy. There you go. That's, that's my choice. Life of Roy. So... Katarina, what are you yeah, thinking sure. for your game for your life? Animal Crossing. Ah, that's yeah, a fucking good one, man. That's a good one. That's a good one. I could be a fucking uh, like a fox with a fedora, and then would I would be, be adorable fox. I would be the fedorable fox. <laughs> I Into like the it. podcast. Adorable <laughs> <The> fox. <laughs> we get it by the end. Um, but yeah, I actually really like that one, man. I like that one. But I'm still sticking with my life of Roy. And of course, we already know Link is literally the Legend of Zelda. Yeah. So that's his life every day, except it's just the, this house no, no, except is the Hyrule part in the beginning before you play the game. Yeah, that's his life. That's his, yeah, just the endless sleep, wake up, eat, wake and up, then get rubs. Like it's dangerous out there. Go back and sleep. He's like, you're right. Yeah. And that's the game. Bark at the neighbors. Bark at everyone. Yeah. But in a loving way. You know, on that disappointment, I kind of think Catco Google kind of won this one with the Animal Crossing because then you can you have little <laughs> animal emotes in there. So that's not even your that's a, a lot deeper meaning there. It's yeah. Like an animal version of hobbits and I'm a hobbit at heart, so. Absolutely. Okay. And uh, all hobbits can make their way over here to pjnwh.com. <laughs> Contact us. Let us know what video game you would make your life into. And also find us on all social medias. You'll find us here on Facebook. Also later on in the enhanced version with the YouTube. Find us on Twitter and Instagram as well. And you'll find this podcast, The Fedorable Fox, as well as <laughs> all the other ones. 
We want to thank uh, Dan But uh, <laughs> Dan Butcher. We want to thank uh, Walljanger Dan, uh, Dan Birch for uh, Dan Autocorrect for commenting on Let's Play with Your Projangers Part Eight. He's gonna fucking just crucify me for that flub, like he did on Let's Play with Your Projangers Part Eight. You can watch that one and find how he how he killed me. Um, Mark Gervais for like in last week's Triforce Was podcast, the Rule of Bob. Object at the end. Yeah, that, no, yeah, that was Watch the, uh, the mysterious. Object. Yeah, that was the mysterious flub at the end. And of course, we want to thank Bob for always watching. And uh, as always, boys and girls, it is a very hot, long drawn out goodbye. I am Matthew Bucarell, the Matt Man, Stephen Bucarell, Big Brother, and Cat go Google in the Walljanger box. Maybe next week, once the old man is off vacation. If he doesn't have coronavirus, he's out trying to catch it. <laughs> yeah, we're he's trying to catch the corona and the sun. And then maybe add a little bit of lime. And he's we very may white. actually have a different setup so it's a little bit cooler for everyone. So we could keep go on with our normal daily activities. But you'll only find out if you tune in next week. And as I always promised, this is a long drawn out goodbye. We're kicking on the AC and we will see you next week. Game on, Walljangers! Bye-bye! Mm-hmm. Give me Rat Trap. Give me Optimal Prime. Give me Cheetor. Oh, oh, really great. Reality would probably... That would probably shit out if I got control. So that's why I don't have that power. John Mulaney and the Snack Lunch Bunch. That's what you put on your resume to get the Hawkeye directing position. There's subscription service, then you get that automatically, and you don't need to pay that because they're already giving us an arm and a leg every month. And that's what I have to say about that. You know what that means? It's time to go outside. <gasps> outside! <laughs> oh, it's outside! Oh, but yeah, the uh, there's a lot going on entertainment-wise in the news, and a lot not a lot going on in gaming-wise. But I have a good end segment that I think will still appease to you, and I think you can still run with it because it's still very self-centric. It's the game one, right? Like if you could be any game. I think that's a very creative one, so we are going to set everything else up here because we should be ready to go live. What are you guys picking? You already picked? I like to let my idea form with the conversation, and I like to have an idea of where I would go with it, which is pretty much my choice of games that I, I typically go with. So, with that being said... (laughs) Bye!